today is a very special episode. I'm going to talk to you about some of the sessions in the Making Math Moments Summit that I am very excited to listen to, and hopefully you can get your list ready and register if you have not yet. It's taking place November 17th, 18th, and 19th, completely free for the entire weekend. Hello, and welcome to Making Number Sense Make Sense, a podcast for elementary teachers, specifically early elementary teachers, looking to really make an impact in the number sense of their students. If you have been listening to my previous series, it's all about the stages of counting, and that is going to be what I'm presenting my session on, on the 18th. So in that session, I'm going to go through everything that I talked about in the previous episodes, as well as show you pictures, give you even more ideas so that you are ready to go with your counting stages in your classroom. All right, my self-promotion is out of the way. We're moving on to the things I'm very, very excited to learn about. Like I shared previously, the reason that I even started this podcast is I wanted to share with other teachers who wanted to know more about how to teach math some of the things that I have learned, but I still love to hear from other people. You see what they're doing in their classrooms with different areas of expertise to become a more well-rounded teacher and curriculum writer. I'm gonna go kind of chronological. There was a lot, but the ones that I'm really looking forward to are the following. The first one is about building thinking classrooms and closing the lessons. Now, I am sure that there are people who always run out of time at the end of class to wrap up their lesson. That's definitely me. I definitely do that. So I'm excited to hear kind of their take on closing lessons and how to really bring everything around. Something else I am very interested in hearing about is creating culturally relevant tasks in mathematics, which kind of goes with another session, a culturally responsive math classroom, just because I feel like those are buzzwords that everybody hears about. Oh yeah, I need to be culturally responsive, but it's kind of vague, kind of like number sense, like, well, how do I do that? So I'm excited to hear what they have to say so that we can all become more culturally responsive in the tasks that we choose and the way that we set up our math classes. Another one that I'm looking forward to is by Dr. Nikki Newton, and it's about giving students access to grade level standards. Now, you you know, 20, 30 students walk into your classroom at all different levels and you never really know where they're going to be, but it's so important, I feel, to give every student access to the same information so that they can make growth as well. So I'm excited to hear about what she says, how she would suggest creating that access to give all students a chance to thrive. Another one you may not think that I would be that interested in because it seems like something for older kids is coding. There's a few sessions on coding and I would like to hear kind of what they have to say. I'm completely expecting it not necessarily to be geared towards early elementary, but I'd love to hear about it just because I think a lot of people who don't work with the younger side of students don't realize how much they're capable of. I mean, who would have thought that you'd be teaching kindergarten on Zoom and that they could manage it on their own. Like when I think back on it, it's really incredible. Like the students that I was working with, they were they could, you know, turn their camera on and off, put in reactions, answer in the chat, click on a link, do a whole Google slide, like do some Google interactive slides, pair decks, come back to the session. When you think about it, that is a lot for a five year old to be able to do with no like in person instruction. So if a five-year-old can figure out how to manage all of that on Zoom, I feel like 
young kids could also figure out coding and get a handle on that. And imagine what success you would be setting them up for if they already understand the basics of coding in a world that is going so digital. So I'm excited to hear about that. The other two kind of go hand in hand, and that's even though I want to know about coding, I want to make sure that kids are ready for what they're going to face out in the big bad world, they're still kids. And a lot of times with testing and grades and this and that, they don't often, or in my opinion, I feel like they don't often get enough time to just be kids and play. So the next two sessions are, one is about math play, and I'm wondering if that's about centers and wondering kind of what they're talking about there. I'm just curious to know kind of what their take is on math play in the classroom. And the other one is about children's books and mathematics and using that to pull some really interesting math problems. And the reason specifically I'd love to hear more about this is because a lot of time, you know, I was a Spanish immersion teacher, so all of my instruction was taking place in Spanish. And there's a lot of children's books that have math themes, not necessarily in Spanish though. So I would say I probably did not use enough literature in my classroom just because with everything that's going on, I did not have a lot of time to find the books that I needed in Spanish. And if I did, they didn't have them in our library. So we had to figure out where they were and get them. And so it just ended up becoming a lot. It ended up becoming a bit of a mess. I would love to hear kind of what this presenter talks about kind of what to look out for and maybe then I could compile a list of books that I would love to use in the future and see if there's any really good translations because just because it's translated does not mean it's translated well so that's kind of my wrap up of things I would really like to hear about in the virtual summit and you know presenting myself as well but that's only for an hour so there's lots of time to look through other things so if you have not registered yet What are you waiting for? It's absolutely free to join for the weekend. There are options like paid options if you want to extend how long you have access to the recordings. But to be honest with you, when I went to it last year, I definitely didn't. I was like, I'm just picking the things I really want. And if I have time, I'll listen to other things. And that was absolutely fine for me. I definitely still got a lot of value out of the experience and hearing what other people have had had to say. And I was able to turn a lot of that around right away and use it in my classroom and see amazing results for the second half of the school year. So I would encourage you to take a little peek through, see if there's any sessions that really call to you, and register for the event. I'm super excited to hear what you think, what you decide, what sessions you decide to attend, and you can let me know all of that on Instagram. And until then, I'll see you there. And I'll actually be able to see you because it's on Zoom. (laughs) But you can turn your camera off. I totally get it because I'm not a camera on type of person unless I have to be.